you want to go buy me a hot chocolate? I was like, no, I don't have my wallet. And then, yeah, that man is a disaster. Hey, see, I'm turned off. My vagina just dried up hearing that. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> Dry ass pussy. <laughs> That's the remix. The remix. Oh, God. Hello, everybody. It's me again, Nick Charles, back on the podcast with my lovely, darling, bestie, Danielle Paddington. I will now only be referred to as Daddy B. Daddy B. Oh, Daddy B. Oh, my God. If you could, what about, what about if you could be like, you know how there's Cardi B and Hennessy? We could be like vodka and lemonade. You want to be vodka and I'll be lemonade? Yes. Because Lemonade okay. is like the, one of the greatest Beyonce albums ever. <laughs> Before we get into this episode, because we have a Valentine's Day treat for you. Can I, I'm just going to give props for Cardi B and Up because girl did the damn thing. Correct. Not only did she do the damn thing, she made it look so cute. Cardi is just untouched on a visual. Untouched out of the rap girls on a visual. Megan is close. Megan's videos are cute, but Cardi is it. And Up was so cute. And when she's doing that big bag, busting out the Bentley band, take a yes. member, Lenciaga body back and all these bitches fuck. I'm like, ah, oh! that song goes too hard. It's too hard for no damn reason. We love to see, you know what? And it's such, it's such a step up from like, from WAP. Because WAP was a fucking moment. And she did the damn thing. And here she is back again. And you know what? I'm you excited for this new Cardi era. I am very excited. We're excited for Belle Calis Almanza. Is that how you pronounce it? I have no idea. Yeah. Right, guys, it's Valentine's week this week, so we we've got a treat. We have yeah. an absolute treat lined up, and I already know we've we recorded this in advance, and it's we we talk for a bit, so we're just going to get straight into it. But Nick, how long have we been trying to partner up with these girls? Wow, we have been we have a uh, listen from since the eight hundred two podcast started. We have literally been trying to get these girls on our show. For absolute ages, and it's you know what when when they said yes that they were that they had the free time to do it today, we were like yes. That was me and that was like drop everything. We're doing it today. We're getting it done. <laughs> literally, literally. So on the podcast this week for the Valentine's Day special, we have the lovely Yasmin and Bridget from Delusional Leaders, which is actually a podcast hosted by those two lovely girls talking about their dating fiascos and trying to navigate adulthood. In this day and age, each week you'll hear about their cringe-witty dating stories and stuff, and their their uh, absolute delight. So it's like if you put it's like basically me and Dan as girls having dating problems, and it's fucking. Except phenomenal. they've definitely got their shit together, and we don't. What was that? What was that? It's Valentine's week. There was no one better to talk to than the delusional daters. So we are just going to give the, the whole episode over to this conversation that we have with these girls. It was so much fun to record. We're so happy that you guys get to listen to it. So hope you enjoy and have a great Valentine's, whether you're spending it alone or with your other half or with your other halves or what friends, family, whatever you're doing, have an orgasm. Yeah. Make it fun. It's your day. So should we get into the tea for this week? Let's get into it. Right, guys. So hope you enjoy. This is the 802 slash Delusional Daters Valentine's Day special. Yasmin and Bridget from Delusional Daters, welcome to the 802. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. This is long overdue. Yeah, thanks for having us, guys. I'm really, I'm really excited. I'm kind of nervous, actually. 
I have been waiting to get double dick ba with my delusional datas for a very long time. So you guys have left me with a lot of blue balls. So it's about fucking time you got here. <laughs> <laughs> I, got it. I know this is attempt number, I don't know, 15 at this point. Yeah. 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 But I well, mean, it wouldn't be delusional daters if we didn't tease you a bit and kind of we're uh, we like to play hard to get. <laughs> but we're also really easy so <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that on a good day <laughs> exactly like what is the truth we are we are a huge fan of your podcast and we let you listen to your dating scenarios each week i think to myself we relate to this so when we first like when me and dan first discovered your podcast we were like we need to get these girls because we relate to each other because the mess you deal with is the mess that we deal with so it's very relatable Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Yeah. I think we we love your guys too. Like you guys have such good energy as well. And I think this will be a really fun episode and I love how you guys can relate to us. Yeah. Cuz I think a lot of people they can, but they're just too scared to admit it. Like we're all a little delusional, we're all a little crazy, and we yeah. all love mess. True. I think when you, I think when you, when you get used to sucking dick for a long time, you just get good at it. So here we are, <sighs> four cock destroyers. <laughs> I am still like taking the sleep out of my eye. Like <laughs> I am not used to talking this dirty this early in the morning, but I love it. Bring it on. We're usually we're usually a professional podcast, but not today. <laughs> it's Valentine's, <laughs> and it, we're in we're in lockdown. Oh gosh, what is that word? Oh god, god, Not I like... can't get over this. Go on, I just it's well, it's mainly you, Nick, as it always is. People don't know we are recording at like early afternoon our time, but it's like morning where you girls are, like mm -hmm. morning, morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we rolled out of bed. Yeah, maybe we should we should tell the listeners that Bridget and I are Canadian. Yes. So I'm recording from Toronto, and Bridget's home in Montreal. Yeah, I have my cup of tea with me. I'm and I love talking about dick at ten o'clock in the morning with Ooh. you know my tea next to me. It's gonna be Ooh. perfect. It's good. We're it's such a, a wholesome morning. setup. Such it a is. wholesome mm -hmm. setup for what is definitely not gonna be a wholesome conversation. Right. <laughs> because, like we it for people who have listened to you guys, you do not hold anything back in your conversations about I remember once you were talking about uh being at a hookup and then was it meeting his mum or something? Or having to sneak out. I can't remember the story. Because Are you was, confusing a... us with a different show? <laughs> no, no, no. There was definitely something about being at a hookup. I might have been confusing you for Nick's diary. Oh my God. Diary. To be fair, my diary is quite my, my my diary is quite messy. So it might be mine. It might be mine, but we don't know. Mm -hmm. At this rate, I don't even know what a dick looks like apart from my own. You can <sighs> find that. Oh! <laughs> I am. You know what? I am leaving. This is blasphemy. Someone call Judge Judy. <laughs> Dear. Wait, who's the who's the judge that you guys have in the UK? Like, you guys have a like, what's his name? He's that white guy. Judge Rinder. Is that who it is? Yeah, he's mm -hmm. like the gay Judge Judy of the yes. UK. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I he's love messy him. As fuck. Yes. Um. Wait, Yasmin, you've been in the UK, or is it Bridget? It's uh, it's me. Oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You lived here for a bit, didn't you? Amazing. I did. I lived there for. I lived in London for three years. Oh, that's where Dan lives. Yeah. Small world. Hey. 
Hey, Dan, where do you live? So I'm in, I'm in Clapham. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have to say it quietly because it's got a bit of a reputation amongst the girls, and by the girls I mean the gays, for <laughs> if you are a particular type of, of basic gay mm-hmm. who does all the, all the classic things that basic gays do, you um, move to Clapham. So I did to be a one with my people. You know, I'm pretty basic. Like I've got, I've, oh, Nick, what do I have? I don't know. It depends. I mean, like your face is all right, but your attitude is basic. There we go. <laughs> That's the vibe. Oh my gosh. That's what we're going with. <laughs> I love that. I've never oh. actually, I didn't get a chance to go to Clapham when I, when I lived there. Did you go to the gay bars when you were here? I did. Oh my god, I went to. I feel like this is like a classic one. You go to like G A Y. Oh my god! And then yeah. there's is it is it heaven? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, went there. Um, yeah, because I lived quite central, so I was able to to go out quite a bit when oh, I was there. Look at her! Come on, look at you throwing your body all over the place for the men. Go on, girl. Maybe the wrong men if you're in heaven, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was, it, I unfortunately, no luck there. But my cousin, when she did come out to visit me, we were at G-A-Y and she ended up pulling a guy. And I was like, how? What? I was very confused. It happens. I think a lot of a lot of straight boy goes, a lot of straight boy go with their gay friends to gay bars to pick up. Because to mm-hmm. be fair, what happens is, when, at two o'clock, when everyone's horny, everyone's drunk, somebody want to take somebody home. Yeah. Oh so. my God, but Bridget, this reminds me. Like, remember when this was back in Montreal when we went clubbing and we went to a gay club? I think it was for Matissa's birthday. Shout out to Matiss. Yeah. And this guy, I was like grinding on him, and then he like grabbed my vagina, <gasps> and I oh. was shook because I was like convinced that he was gay, hence the gay club. <laughs> and I was like, I came here specifically to avoid men like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'm getting sexually harassed here. But you know what? <laughs> Whoa. Did you find out was he was he one of the girls or was he a straight guy in disguise? I have no idea. That's the thing, because I feel like a lot of straight guys go there undercover. Mm. See, the problem is because you can't, he could be a straight guy in disguise or he could have been one of the girls who was just getting too handsy because Mm. the gays get too handsy around girls in gay clubs and I don't like it. And it happens backwards. I remember once I was actually going into G.A.Y. and I think she was American. She just, this girl came up behind me and grabbed my ass, like cupped both cheeks. I'd never seen a girl this girl day in my life. So I turned around and I just very calmly said to her, please don't touch me. To which she Mm -hmm. said, "Uh, you're gay, you should like it. Oh my God, the nerve. The, the audacity. The audacity. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh no, we hate that. Don't be that person in the club. No. No, no. just don't be touching people who don't want to touch you. Anyway, no. we are not here to discuss sexual harassment stories, which I'm sure is for another more podcast who can handle it delicately. Me and Nick cannot handle things delicately if you've ever listened to an episode. No. But we have you here finally, and we just need it's Valentine's Day. This is our Valentine's Day special episode, and we just need to hear some fantastic Valentine's stories because I know you girls have them. Nick, I mean, you've probably got them. Oh, okay. I don't have any because I've never had a Valentine. <laughs> you know. have the wrong you have the wrong guest on this episode then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because what is a Valentine? What is a Valentine? <laughs> we don't know Valentine's. Wait, are we, we all single? Her. 
Yeah. All of us. Oh my yes. god. Yes. Look at us doing it for the single girls them on Valentine's. Well, I just bought myself a vibrator, so. Oh. Okay, mm-hmm. so how does that work? Oh, how does it work? Um I just played on and played inside me. <laughs> wow. I'm like, okay, you need to educate okay. us cisgender okay basic girls okay well let me let me just tell you so there was a sale on a certain website in the uk and mm-hmm. they were like two for one on sex toys for valentine's with a student discount so i was like okay great so i got myself a like silicone based um okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm, little duty duty and you just you know lube it up i just played inside you and you use the remote to change a remote? settings mm-hmm. oh or you could God. use the app and it changes the range An of yes Okay, see, that's when it starts to scare me. Like, are they keeping track of all this data? Like, who's getting all this data? Like, like they don't need to know that I like my ass being vibrated at like 10, 10 speed. Like, yeah, like it's, it's fucking is what's his name from fucking Facebook? Like, recording my information. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's like, ooh, Yasmin and Bridget loves it up the ass, they do. oh my gosh but good for you you know what sometimes you just gotta treat yourself damn right yeah so that's my valentine's day um to myself i don't know about dan dan probably gonna be sucking dick now i need to i need to i need to dispel this rumor that dan is some sort of sex fiend (laughs) i don't know where it came from but it's definitely not true and i'll tell you for why sex fiends have sex and i don't know her I've never seen her. I, she's not invited to my birthday party. But if anyone's, if anyone listening is is wanting to educate me on the subject, you know, you know where my Instagram is. You can get in touch. We'll have a conversation because I would like to know sex at some point soon, hopefully very soon, because I need this lockdown to end. But I'm actually kind of scared for the like the first time, girls. I don't know how sort of lockdown it's been in Canada and how like mm-hmm. restricted you've been, but. I am scared for the first boy who crosses my path when things are open because it's it's not going to be romantic is all I'm no. going to say. I'm going to be oh. very feral. I'm definitely going to be very feral. Defo. I mean, f- for us in Canada, uh, like in Montreal, we have a curfew um, from like so 8 p.m. So she has to schedule her dick appointments. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I was in the summer. I was dating a lot. I had... Um, I had people come over to my apartment and I was like, I had the the opportunity if they wanted to stay over, they could. But now if if I have to have a date at night, it's like they have to either show up at five o'clock or six o'clock and then they have to leave by seven, like 20 because by eight o'clock, if you're on the streets, you get like a ticket, you get, you could get arrested. So I don't know if I want someone in my apartment. So I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm very much single and I'm very much not looking to have sex right now. I think a lot of girls in the winter time, if you're single, if you're like January, February, you're just eating a lot and you're not feeling your best. So yeah. this is a no boy zone. Yeah, because usually around this time, around Christmas time, winter time, you get like a winter boyfriend, don't you? Or you get like that little person that you'd be like, hey, do you want to come over and we could, you know, shack up for the evening? But now yeah. you need to like schedule a dick appointment? Honey, I need to get a fucking, I need to get an admin team. <laughs> <laughs> be like, so you'll have Adam at six, Ryan at seven, mm-hmm. and dinner at eight by, for yourself. Great. Perfect. 
I know I hate having to to like plan like okay so you'll come over tonight and then it's it kind of just takes away from the I don't know it just makes it awkward because I know he's coming over to hook up and then it's not sexy anymore sexy it's like okay like let's just get this over with so it introduces like clock watching because you're like I've got we've got till 10 to get it done so like on a normal date you can play around and it's it's flirty and fun and it can happen Mm -hmm. or it can't you've got that option but if you got till 10 and you're like thing is 9 15 and he's still talking about star wars and you're just like uh thing and then all oh, right well we've run out of time now so thank you for coming over wasting the time mm-hmm. is that the kind of vibe we're getting i mean i recently before our lockdown even started um our lockdown i think it's we're going into our second month of it but i had a date right before christmas and it was the longest date of my life. It was like a 12 hour date. And I was like, okay, is this guy going to make a move or like, are we going to, is something else going to happen? And it was exactly that. Like we just kept talking and talking about like, it was filler conversation and I hated it. I'm like, okay, this guy's not making a fucking move. Like put your tongue in my mouth right now. (laughs) (laughs) And then he didn't like he went home at 11 o'clock and that was it. Oh, those guys are the worst. The guys who don't even try anything. Like, really? That man took your whole day. He took your 12 hours day. of your day. Yeah, and I paid for the lunch. So no. that was, okay, that was her rookie mistake. To this day, I'll never understand why Bridget brings her wallet to a date. <laughs> like, the wallet is not even in my purse. No. Bridget, I'm sorry. I got, I got a say something to you mm-hmm. in this scenario is that you got finessed yeah he turned up beforehand and was like oh, i'm not i don't really feel like it but i'm hungry you know how now we oh all know it. some of us some of us have done it let's not lie where yeah. you chat somebody and you you're kind of feeling it but you're not really but you're like the date is scheduled and they're paying let me go get me some food and waste somebody's time for a bit and then I'll go home and have a fun story. And I'm sorry, darling, you got finessed. Oh, no, I for sure did. Because then we went on a second date and I ended up buying the coffee again. And then on the third date, Girl. on the third date, I left my wallet at home and he joked. I called him out the second time, though. I was like, I'm paying for everything. Like, who do you think I am? Your sugar mama? And Let then on the third date, he joked like, oh, do you do you want to go buy me a hot chocolate? I was like, no, I don't have my wallet. And then... Yeah, that man is a disaster. Hey, see, I'm turned off. My vagina just dried up hearing that. Yeah, I had DAP. Dry ass <laughs> pussy. <laughs> That's the remix. The remix. <laughs> How did it get to three dates? So basically, this guy was, I was set up by one of my friends. And I have a record, like a track record of just self-sabotaging after like a first date. And I really, all my friends were like, no, just give it a go. Like we actually had quite a bit in common. So I was like, okay, we'll go for another date. And then it's like, all you can do here is walk. Everything's closed. So we just kept going on these walks. And then, I don't know, I just felt bad and I was kind of bored. And I was like, well, maybe I can get a dick. So I'll just like grin and bear it. And then my disaster, I guess if we're talking about like awful disaster dates was a couple weeks ago, I went to his house and we had a big snowstorm here and it was oh curfew. <laughs> so I was like, hey, like I actually I'm going to have to sleep over because I'm not going to make it back to my apartment in time for curfew. And I don't feel comfortable like driving in the snow. And he was like, yeah, yeah, of course. No worries. So I thought 
and getting fucked. And if you're a girl, if you know you're going to have sex, it's like a preparation. Like I am shaved. I am a wet seal. Like there's not a hair on my body. I smell good. I did not eat. I was skinny. I was looking hot. I had like a sleepover kit. I had the wipes to clean myself up. It was perfect. And she's texting me the whole time throughout this and I'm just hyping her up I'm hyping her up like yes bitch it's about to go down exactly (laughs) I had my best friend like and her boyfriend drive me to this guy's house and they're like yes we can't wait for you to get fucked and I'm like me too girls like can't wait for it everyone throughout the day texting me updates has he made a move has he made a move no 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 like we watched three movies went to bed I climb into bed I'm in my cute little sleep outfit. I'm in underwear, basically a thong and a big t-shirt. This man is in a full pajama outfit. Oh, no. Full pajama. And I literally was like, I'm with a serial killer. Like, if I die tonight, (laughs) that's it. Like, I'm getting murdered. I've never, and I told him, I was like, I've never slept with a guy who sleeps in a full pajama outfit. Like, this guy had matching long underwear and a long sleep t-shirt. It was so weird. And then never seen him again. <laughs> never seen him again. That is the most horrific. That is the most horrific thing ever. First of all, I don't even know a guy that owns a matching pajama set. Not in this, not in this day and age. No, no I don't, like, man. Unless you live with your mama. <laughs> that is giving me Norman Bates vibes. Yeah. Like, what is going yeah. on? Level yeah. my mom. My mom. My mom is dead in a suitcase under the staircase. Okay, but he also was showing me around his apartment, and then he's like, "Oh, this is the basement," and it was like some unfinished thing. And I'm like, "I'm getting murdered." Like, <laughs> his mom is sitting in a fucking rocking chair. Like, that's what's gonna happen. Oh and my god! No. Yeah. So this is I- why I hate men. So. Have you seen Get Out? They're gonna be like, "Ooh, she's here!" <laughs> yeah, literally. No, but I love this episode, and I love how you told Bridget straight up, like, "You got played, you got finesse," because we need the male perspective. Yeah, because it's usually just Bridget and I, and we're just like always blaming it on the guys. But who knows? Now that like we have your perspective, it's like refreshing. Maybe we are the problem. <laughs> not at all not, not ne- at all the not problem all. is always men mostly men mostly okay so we agree men. on that yeah but what we have to understand is that straight boys go into a date they're not the bumbling idiots they make themselves out to be they're calculated and they're thinking and sometimes they're just hungry and that man wanted a free lunch and ended up with you in your underwear in his bed when he didn't want anybody to touch him and he wanted to just sit there in his big pajamas with his teddy bear and dream about i don't know i dream of genie or <laughs> Yeah, what's that love lucy show Imagine, that's what i'm getting like i love lucy from the 50s are we that's getting are we getting gay vibes from him like i mean because what is the reason what is the reason I'm, for that i would get gay vibes if it wasn't for the matching pajama set because gays only wear matching pajama sets if they're wearing them with their other gay boyfriend and then maybe their other gay boyfriend on a christmas day picture for mm-hmm. instagram it's the only time the matching pajama sets come out if you're gay what i'm getting is kind of not very confident, maybe not very sexually forward, straight yeah. guy. Needs, yeah. needs the girl to take the lead, turns into a man in his 40s who likes to pay women to step on his balls. That kind of vibe. Oh my God, I'm screaming. Step, for that... step on his balls. That's him. That, that is, is him. Spot That's on. That is spot on. 
Oh and, my god. He's a big and, man child pretty much yeah. cuz he loved Christmas and I was telling Yasmin and all my friends I'm like if I end up with this guy my Christmas card is going to be me and my three kids with really white names and we're all going to be in matching Christmas like pajamas and we're going to mm-hmm. take cruise vacations and I don't want that. I want to be on the French Riviera. I want to be on a yacht and this man cannot support my lifestyle. Yeah, like who the fuck wants to drink fucking cranberry juice on a hot day? I want to be I want to be fucked while watching the sunrise in in Yugoslavia. Thank you. <laughs> Yugoslavia. <laughs> Nobody got time to be drinking. Even the former Yugoslavian Republic of Macedonia. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Or are you going back to the 70s when Yugoslavia was a place? Yeah, pretty much. Yugoslavia. Okay. At least you've got a dream. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) But you know what? You know what? You know what's really interesting? I I feel like I feel that because I... I don't know about you guys, but Dan knows this story, so I'll tell you. Um, I went on a date with a guy. um, Mm -hmm. And he ended up playing me and my friend... I was really awful. Basically, so I, this guy, uh, I'm going to say his name is like Teddy. So Say his real name. Expose him. Toby. <laughs> Toby. I'm exposing you, Toby. If you listen to this podcast, good for you. Anyway, I just expose her. Tough for shit. Anyway, so he like literally like made, pl- he was, he called me up. He's like, let's go for dinner. Um, I mean, We'll go to this really fancy restaurant. Um, I know the manager and we'll get like, you know, half price of food. And now... Bridget and, J- and Yasmin, this fucking place is bougie. Like, to fuck. Like, you have to dress to the fucking nines to get in. Mm-hmm. It's very okay. much like that. So, I was like, okay, so I went and get my fucking, you know, my fucking suit on Klana, because, you know, girls are broke. And I was like, <laughs> great. So, I showed up to the gig looking cute, looking small, everything. Now, I was like, right, I'm definitely going to get dick tonight. I'm definitely going to have dinner. It's going to be great. Um, So, we sat down, and we was having dinner, and we ordered all this or the starter and sushi and sandwiches. And it was beautiful. Got like a little secret boot. Lovely. So while I'm sitting down at the, din- the dinner table, I got, I snap, I snapchat on my story that I was at for dinner. So this guy, one of my friends popped up and goes, Oh, Oh my God. He's like, Nick, are you at neighborhood restaurant? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, Oh, I was meant to go to this afternoon, but I am um, the guy I'm dating canceled on me. No, oh, no. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stop it. Mm-hmm. He did. So Toby decided to um cancel on Dylan, my friend. He was dating. Dylan, not his real name. We just go with that. Um, cancel on Dylan's. And then he um had a date with me. And then when when the bell came, he couldn't find his friend. The the, the manager who actually worked there left two days before. <gasps> and the bill was over a thousand pounds. No. What did, I, what did I do? What did I do? Went. To, I was like, I'm just going to use the bathroom quick, quickly. Went to the bathroom, ordered my Uber, and I left. Yes. Good for you. What the fuck? Oh Bitches. my god. Bitches. Hoes are nasty. Boys are trash. <gasps> men. Boys, not men. Boys Boy. are trash. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you ain't doing this to me. Never spoke to him after and blocked his number. And Good for you. Yeah, boys, b- boys are trash. And I was like, girl, nasty, nasty. Up to this day. And he tried to follow me on Instagram the other day. I was like, hi. No, we ain't friends, bitch. Absolutely not. Now, no. why did he cancel on your friend? What was that because, about? Because he was he was dating both of us at the same time. So he double booked you guys mm-hmm. and forgot? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. 
Have you girls ever had somebody try and date both of you? Has that ever been a thing that's popped up? Both Bridget and I? Oh my God, good yeah. luck to them. <laughs> <laughs> Yasmin and I have very different taste in in men. Like mm-hmm. there's, I think only like two guys that we actually were like, oh, we both really like. Hot Jeremy, who we yeah. went to theater school with. Um, and another guy in theater school, the like only other good looking guy in our year, Ollie, who was like, like we didn't try and go for him, but we were like, okay, like he's the hottest one. So we just need basically to, like... the two straight guys in theater school. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. But Yasmin and I have such different types that it, yeah. it just, I don't know. She yeah. likes like the, like the, like the Italian guys, um, I feel like you like more like the like the Middle Lebanese. Eastern. Yeah, the Middle Eastern. Yeah. No, I like the really like the waspy um fuckboy white guy. I'd only fuck you in missionary, basically. Wow. That's Bridget's we, type. <laughs> wow, Bridget. Bridget, we relate. So I was gonna mm-hmm. say this because me and Dan have very different tastes in men. Like mm-hmm. I'm very much like bearded, b- bearded, cute, fuckboy, red mm-hmm. flags, I'm attracted mm-hmm. instantly. I just gravitate to them. Yes, and you're that- speaking my language. <laughs> you're speaking my language. That toxic masculinity, I love it. Oh my god. <laughs> it turns me on so much. I am the complete opposite in that I like my boy, I like pretty and like I like my ideal kind of aesthetic is slightly too old to be a skater but still tries. Is the <laughs> kind of the way I describe it. So if they're wearing like logo t-shirts oh if they're wearing a short sleeve t-shirt over a long sleeve t-shirt and jeans that don't fit i i will i will pay that man's rent and i don't know why (laughs) i'm stuck on this but that's where i'm stuck whereas nick likes you sort of big beefy bearded looks like they carry trees for a living will text Mm -hmm. you once every three weeks to insult you and he's like yeah fucking hate this bitch and then you see him and he's in the car just like brushing his hair on snapchat like hey i'm with him again i'm like you you need whatever this demon is (laughs) <laughs> that needs to be exercised from you. I'm happy to do it. You just I'm let with me know. Nick. <laughs> the power hey. of Christ compels you. Yes. Right. These kind of boys just have devil dick. That's what it is. Yeah. The devil dick. Have you heard that saying before, devil dick? It's like when you just can't get off. You just want it. Even oh though it's God. bad for you. I love that. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. For Do you guys have... So we talk about... Um, someone in our life who we call Mr. Big. I don't know if you yeah. know what a Mr. Big is. Um, someone bas- you sleep with, but not, you're not official with? It's basically... Are you guys Sex in the City fans? Yes, massively. Okay. So it's Mr. Big. You know how he's like... He always kind of toys with Carrie. Yeah. Like he's not really committed, but like she's, it's all, she always goes back to big. So yeah, yeah. Yasmin and I have our Mr. Biggs. Yeah. And we, at one point this summer, we both were like, we're over him. No, no, no. <laughs> like that was like a moment of like pure delusion. Like that was for a second. So I want to know, like, do you guys have any Mr. Biggs? I do. That's a great question, but I do. I definitely have a Mr. Big. Um, I think I have been. I've had a Mr. Big for about four years now, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Like, someone who I really, really like. And mm-hmm. he treats me like fucking shit. But the sex is bombfuckingdiggity.com. Mm-hmm. And when it's done, I'm, when I go back home, I'm like, oh, I'm so over him. Eating my fucking Frosted Flakes and crying. Like, oh my God, <laughs> he hates me. Yeah. Oh my God, you're describing my Friday nights. <laughs> <laughs> 
ah, in my fucking uh. big boy panties. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't have a Mr. Big that I can think of. Oh my God, God bless you. But I guess my equivalent is, he's probably more of a master big or a Mr. Not that big, but it's he's purely just a boy on Instagram who I've met up with a few times who I now. I know Instagram is an interesting thing because it's essentially just a dating app, but you know, clouded in other things. You look at artists and stuff. It is because my DMs are dry as fuck. Oh, I'm going to take this (laughs) off air, Yasmin. I'm going to teach you some tricks about about Instagram and how you get through it. But the key is, the key thing is you can't reply to people's stories like a lot. You have to drip and drab yourself into there to get their attention every now and then. Because you know if they put something out on the close friends, it's just a little bit risky. I don't know if the straights do that, but that's all the close friends is for the gays. It's just a few like risky shots. You can reply to this one every now and then. This one boy can do anything on his close friends and I am there like a goon, like a fool, hitting those replies, sending messages like, oh, you look so cute today, baby. Like all this stuff. Every time, do you know what I get back? Liked message. Oh, oh my god, the worst. worst. That's a heartbreak. I that's know a pain. big ego bruise. That's like, <laughs> oh, that's fuck. Every time every time it happens, I'm like, well, I'm a fool. I'm a fool. What am I doing the next day? What am I doing the next day? You're back it's in. Fuck. I'm back oh. in. I'm back in. And I'm like, I know there's gotta be at least a hundred people on this close friends, and you're getting loads of messages from loads of them, but I'm special and you should like me. But they don't. <laughs> I, I actually have a question for for you guys, Yasmin and Bridget. Mm-hmm. What would you what like you could you could both like explain in in your solo times? What would you say is like your what your top um pet peeve when it comes to dating a guy or going on a first date? Oh yeah, what gives you the ick? Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a full like I have a whole list. On, Are you give kidding? What's a, a scroll? No, the thing <laughs> with Bridget and I, we get turned off so easily. Like our last the episode coming out is just dragging all the men on the littlest things that turn us off. Like Ooh. we like swerve guys for the stupidest reasons. It's ridiculous. Yeah. This, like Bridget I, swerved a guy. <laughs> I should say this, it's iconic. Yeah. I canceled a guy because of his area code. So, oh. <laughs> how ridiculous is that? How ridiculous! In the UK, like, well, I don't know about anywhere else in in the UK. In London, like, you're it's oh seven, whatever. Like that used to be my phone number, oh seven, blah blah blah. But in Montreal, the main area code of Montreal is five one four, and this guy. I get a message. It was a 438. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. So, yeah, I just, I had to end it. So, like, wow. it's little things like that. But Savage. on a first date, Jesus, like, if they, if, if they just, like, talk too much about themselves or if they're not, like, engaging in, like, any conversation, like, I'm, if I find myself asking all the questions, then I'm kind of turned off. Or if it could be the littlest thing. Like, if he blinks weird, I'm like, nope. Pussy's dry. <laughs> I have to say, you are a hundred percent justified on the area code cancellation. Oh, right? Do area. not encourage her. Do not encourage that. Yes, you have to understand. This is London behavior because if you live in an area of London and you are chatting to anybody, like people say London, you think, oh, it's one city. It's not. It's like twelve cities smashed together. Yeah. So if you, I live in South London. If I'm talking to a boy and like, oh, where do you live? And he's like, oh, it's Zone Four, North London. No. I'm like, well, you might. As- you literally might as well live in Canada because there's no way I'm ever going to see you. Right? So we should just end this right here, right now. If you ain't in 
within t- 10 miles of me, which is quite a big net, I'd say. Mm-hmm. There's just no point. There's just absolutely no point. I completely agree with the error code justification. I think it's valid in the UK. Okay, I'll give you that. But Montreal, Bridget, that's ridiculous. No, I know. That was a little extreme, but I'm glad I did it. No, I remember no when, when I was in London, I was on uh, I was on Bumble and I was like, really excited to start dating there. And yeah. then I went on a date and, you know, it's like, I don't know anything about like, I didn't know anything about like the dating scene in London and like what was a good area like to like where it was cool to go or like I don't know like about the UK like oh if you're from this specific area you shouldn't date people like I didn't know any of that so I was so excited to tell my friend like oh my god I have a date with this guy and she's like oh like where's he from and I'm like oh he's from Essex and she was like no 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 and I was like oh why and then she's like you'll find out oh and I did find out I did find out why how like, white were his teeth oh my god that's the he was like yeah babes like sorry like look like shit babes and I was like oh my god no no I can't I can't with this guy white teeth weird like perfectly quaffed hair he was in a suit Mm -hmm. I ended up paying for the meal oh my god Bridget when will you ever learn when will you ever learn you see (laughs) and then I went uh, I, I had another date and then my friend's like okay where's he from and I'm like I was like, okay, this one, this has to be better. She goes, okay, tell me. I go, he's from Birmingham. And she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so needless to say, not successful in London. Oh, Bridget. Uh, <laughs> oh, Bridget. Oh, dear. Oh. I think you need to come back and we'll, we'll, we'll try again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you set you, me br- up. But Bridget, side note, you need to learn from the black girls. Like we don't okay. spend money on people just like that, honey. You need to start thinking like a black woman, girl. <laughs> I, I I think I do. I don't like, know. I just ask yourself, what would Yasmin do? What would Ben do? What would Nick do? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Going forward, that's what I'm doing. Yes. We're gonna be like we're gonna be like your like we're gonna be your your admin team. Like Perfect. every boy you date now. We're gonna be those three fairies from Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, you're all in like those different colors making outfits. Except we're not making outfits; we're just judging your choices. Perfect. You got to remember us. You got to explain every choice you made back to us at the end of every date. And if you can't explain them and feel good about it, don't make that choice. Okay, agreed. Agreed. <laughs> no, I deal. I definitely need someone to like coach me, and I needed someone in London. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. It was a mess. I was like <laughs> swiping people who were who were just no. It, girl you are doing the back. most doing the yeah. most do not, do not let this accent fool you these boys are, are dangerous yeah See, and trouble. I, I thought i th- it was so weird like from dating in canada and the uk i found that the guys in the uk move really quickly like they were already like yeah like when are we going on our second date like i'd love for you to like meet my family like i'd love for you like everything was just moving so yeah. fast and agreed I was- I was used to the North American guys who like they waste my fucking time and they take seven years to reply to my message and just being toxic in a different way. Do you know mm-hmm. where where are these guys who want you to meet their family? <laughs> I think they're in Essex. Oh, I ain't going there. Yeah, no, I no. trust me, I'm not either. No. <laughs> Yasmin, I want to know what gives you the ick. Um, okay, so I definitely agree with Bridget. Like if he's just talking about himself gross um if he's cheap 
gross next um what else what else on a first date the height oh yeah that's like the first thing I notice like for the longest time I wouldn't even talk to guys that were under six feet which is awful <laughs> but, but like, wow I know I know it's bad but like the first guy I was ever with was like six five like that's Ooh. a fantasy right there can't get better than that and now i have to like i'm losing inches <laughs> i need all the inches here like <laughs> I, I can't be doing that but yeah height i notice oh bad hygiene number one turn mm-hmm. off like mm-hmm. dirty Great. fingernails i don't know where you think those are going bad <laughs> breath yeah exactly <laughs> bad breath i'm not here for it at all just yeah just can you be like can you look presentable? Like, is that yeah. too much to ask for? Yeah, like Colgate. It, Colgate is not expensive. <laughs> no, like, right? come on. No, I actually have like one question for you both, which I think I really want to get into because I know it's messy, so I'm gonna ask it. What's your key factor when it comes to faking it? Oh my god. Okay, I am an expert at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, husband has a good tr- has a good trick. Ladies, listen closely. Okay, so. There's one certain position, guaranteed, works like clockwork, that if he puts me in that position, my leg is going to shake automatically. And in his mind, he's interpreting that as if I'm having an orgasm. But in actuality, I'm just out of shape. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I fucking can't. <laughs> so it's basically, I'll give you a visual. It's like missionary, but my legs are on his shoulders, mm-hmm. which is fucking awkward. Like, I'm not a gymnast. Like, who does that? So I don't know. It's just automatically going to shake. I can always rely on my right leg. <laughs> and she gets the job done every time. And then he's done in like two minutes. It's great. Oh, I love highly it. recommend it. Highly recommend. I, lo- I love you. I love how you just set the scene. You de- you definitely need to like. You need to write a book, honey. We're here for it. We're here for it. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you, ladies. If you need a quick finisher, that's it. That's the go-to move. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what about you, Bridget? Me? Yeah. Um, I guess like the key to faking it. I mean, some guys just really don't know what they're doing down there like if they go down on you it's like it's a mess Mm -hmm. so I think the key is like if he's down there too long and you're like okay get this over with you have to start with like a slow like you're it's all in the breath like you breathe like really like you start accelerating the breath and then like I at one point I think I just commit and I just I do the worst fake orgasm ever. She's and a method actor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go give on, that, Yeah. Give him that when Harry met Sally. Yeah. That's literally what I do. But it's all like it's I start with the breath and then he goes, oh, yeah, you like that? And I'm like, mm-hmm. And then in my head, I'm like, no, this is the worst fucking head I've ever got. But I'll, I'm nodding. <laughs> and you always got to shake. Just give that little shake at the end. And yeah. <laughs> This is why you need to have that Mr. Big in your life because you're not looking to marry him. 
But if you know he puts it down well, you can call him up after seeing Mr. Nohead and be like, look, don't argue with me. Just be ready in 20 minutes and we'll make it out because I'll, I won't even tell you what I just went through. The amount of breathing control I had to do. Literally. Oh my I God. To this man. I am not ready to fuck two guys in the same day. Like I can barely handle one dick. Oh, welcome to the gay show. Welcome to the gay show. Let me tell you how fucking more than one person in a day. Yeah, tell us. Yeah, what? Like, I wish I could reach that status, that level. That is bad bitch territory. (laughs) Big dick energy, honey. Big dick energy. (laughs) Nick will be better to tell you about this because the bottoms are better than the tops at this. Oh, yeah. What are you guys? If you don't mind me asking. Very personal question. Very personal. I'm, I'm versatile. Okay. But in yes. recent times, I have been more top than bottom because it's very hard to find a bottom in my area these days because they're just not around. So how does that work? Like, when do you ask that question? Like on the first date or like? It depends where you meet them. Yeah. So if you're meeting on, say, like an app like Grinder, you find out before you've even decided if yeah. you're going to date at all. Okay. Um, but usually it's, it's kind of like a first date question. Or mm-hmm. uh, like a planning question, just because it's like most people feel like it's a it's a good thing to know. Yeah. But I think most of the people you'll find will have their preference, but kind of dip into the verse category. There are some mm-hmm. people who are strictly one and strictly the other. So I'm like the reverse of Nick. So mm-hmm. I mainly start out at the top, but have been discovering some uh, bottomly tendencies. Yeah, Ooh. because our friend Bridget, like our friend is really going through it. Yeah, he does in his relationship, yeah. and we keep telling him like, "Yo, just tell your boyfriend that like you need to switch it up." Yeah. And I don't know. I think I think it's fun. I think with me being with me with me being like both top and bottom. Oh my god! Also, side note: there's a really hot boy out like next door. I'm looking over while I'm on the podcast. Ooh, ooh! <laughs> Sorry, just touching myself. Free show free. him. Show him what you can do with your mic. Stop it. He's quite fit though. Anyway, back to the story. Um, I feel like in re- all right, if I really, really fancy a guy, like I really like him, I think he's really hot, but I know he's a top. Sorry, I'm taking I'm going in that bathroom, I am washing my asshole out, and I am riding him like a fucking horse. Sorry. Is this yeah, your advice for their friend? friend? Yeah. Go to the bathroom. Oh no. Um turn mix it up. Like, like sex is meant to be fun, especially when you're relationship you're meant to keep it going. And Honey, isn't... Can I talk directly to your friend? Yes. Yes, go. Friend of the podcast, I hope you're listening. Let me just quickly tell you what you did wrong. You got in a relationship without understanding the preferences of the person you're getting in a relationship with. Or you got in a relationship without openly communicating your preferences in a way that they could agree with. That was the wrong thing to do. Because now you're stuck in a situation where you're having the type of sex you don't like with a man that you do like. Which is a very difficult situation to be in. What you need to do is you need to sit this man down. I hope he's cute. You need to sit him down. You need to look him in his cute face. You tell him in his face, you are drop dead gorgeous. I fancy the shit out of you. Every time I see you, I want to get naked as fuck and have myself a good time. When we do have sex, I sort of enjoy it, but I think it can be better. And this is how I'd like for it to be better. If you are able to do that, that would be fantastic. If not, then we're going to have to look at some options that we can have to make sure that we are both fulfilled in our sex life. And then just see where that conversation goes. I love I that. love that. That's such good advice. Mm-hmm. And then if it breaks up with you, go find yourself a, a top or a bottom that you want to do as well. And but be sad about it and eat ice cream because you'll be fine. He won't break up with you. <laughs> no, I just need some more lube. The question is, if he's struggling, I'm assuming that your friend 
is bottoming a lot and would like to top. And if he's needs to give that boy lots and lots of lube, it helps with everything. Most people who struggle with bottoming struggle because there's not enough lube on it. And the top thinks, oh, spit will just work because that's what they do in the movies. It's not correct. Use the lube. Mm-hmm. Get you some good stuff. I will send you recommendations if you need it. I know a oh, supplier. Perfect. Oh Even for girls, like I think a lot of like some girls, you need to be super, super wet. And a lot of guys think like, oh, yeah, just by like me, like fingering her, like that's going to do the trick. It's like, no, use the lube. Like that helps and it makes it so much more enjoyable for the girl because it can get dry down there. I am such a, I'm just a full lube advocate. I just always lube, just have it with, I just carry mm-hmm. some around in my bag because you never know what's going to happen. Just always <laughs> use the lube if you can. And if you, there are people who like can't use lube for like medical reasons and that's, I'm sorry for your struggle. And I'm sure there are some lube manufacturers that can help you, but anybody, if you want to have better sex, use more lube. Mm-hmm. And if you want to have any sex at all and you live in Clapham, please let me know. Because lockdown <laughs> has been long. My advice to your friend is if it if it all goes wrong, just fuck his dad. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what's funny though? Our friend, like he's been with his partner for like four four years now, and their anniversary is Valentine's Day. Like that's the gag that's of it. Sort of disgusting. Yeah. No oh offense to your friend. That's kind of gross. <laughs> and they met on Grinder, right, Yasmin? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Look at that love story. Uh, Has your friend been comfortable with the sex so far? Sorry, we've fully turned the podcast into your friend's hell power. I know. He's going to hate us us for this. I know. Shit. (laughs) No, so I think his issue is like, it's like a, it's like a medical thing that like he can't be bottoming anymore like it really really uh, like hurts him so we're like well why don't you just tell your boyfriend like to like i think they just do a lot of 69 i think that's like, <laughs> okay no. I'm, I'm getting fired as a friend <laughs> <laughs> no but, and literally just like again back to the lube use a lot of lube once it's in getting it in is the most difficult part once it's in there just buckle down and think of england you'll have a good time <laughs> What was the original question? How did we get here? I have no idea. I think we were talking about um I think we were talking about being decent people and like oh, yeah. what we want to like educate the children about. Oh yeah. That definitely or sounds not. like us, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a little bit more time because I've just I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm loving the conversation so far. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering whether you you are talking to to out and proud loud gay men mm-hmm. were there any questions about gay dating or gay life that you girls have been wanting to ask now is a perfect chance to throw them at us late on tick honey we're ready um i think for gay dating it's like- oh no i wanted to know what's it like to fuck multiple people in a day like that was the oh. question oh, yeah yeah we didn't even answer that nick no. this is your specialty go on um easy shower brush your teeth and have a poop simple you're good to go mm-hmm. do you do like the douching like is that like you have to um, do that every time or uh, if you're if you're um if you're bottoming yeah it's a must because i've had some messy situations before not personally by me but by other people i have personally been shot on a few times oh my god mm-hmm. it happens oh my god it happens. oh my god look we know which canyon we're driving down we're not <laughs> expecting <laughs> like it's literally it's literally the place where shit comes out so a little shit on the dick not really a problem everyone wipes up the problem is the smell 
The smell uh, is the thing that puts everybody off if that happens. Like, I don't know if you know the term painting, but if you paint somebody, it's if you're like, they're fucking you and then they come out and then just like coated in shit. Oh, Most no. people don't really mind the actual shit. Part of it, it's the smell. It just stinks up the room and makes it gross. The smell. Oh, God. If you have sex with multiple people throughout the day, you just sort of like, just get down and do it. My thing is like, if I've, if I've like come, if I've had an orgasm once in the day, it's taking me at least seven hours before I'm ready to get up and get going again. So mm-hmm. I can do a morning and an evening. I can't do like three in the, three in the afternoon. That'd yeah. Like be, a back to back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is why I've always avoided anal because I'm so scared. Like I'm, I know for a fact I will shit on his dick. And I'm just so scared. <laughs> that's, like, I'm, I'm not, that's a I'm not ready for a lot for of that. straight girls. Like my yeah. friend, every time she has done anal with her boyfriend, she's like, she's like, don't look at your dick. Don't look at your dick. Like in, in fear that like she shits on the dick. And I think for, this is I, why I don't eat. Like I starve myself that day because I'm so scared. So Yasmin, oh you're God. a bottom. In the gay world, you're a bottom. <laughs> if you're starving yourself, 1%, you're a bottom. <laughs> I love it. Yasmin, if you're starving yourself for it, and if it's something you want to do, you might as well try. Because if you were not eating just for the chance of maybe doing sex, you might as well go for it. And 99.9% of the time, it will be fine. That 0.01% of the time only really comes if you just haven't prepared at all. So learning how like learning how to douche is actually like a useful skill sometimes i i have confessed to just douching because it makes me feel clean not planning doing anything i'm not even leaving the house i just like to feel like clean body soul and anus everything needs to be nice (laughs) so i think if you're if it's something people want to try they should definitely try it but again use as much lube as you think is basically use a clownish amount of the bottle's empty are you yeah. kidding? The bottle's Why empty. Take the cap off and just tip it up there and just wait. Oh my God. Well, you see, if I did have a Valentine, that's what he'd be getting. Oh, but... he's now. <laughs> I have a question for for you guys. Like, do you okay, how do I put this? When you're when you're dating a guy. Like, have you guys ever dated a guy who wasn't, like, really out yet to his friends or family? And, like, how do you deal with that if you Oh, have? my God. Um, um, this is, <laughs> wow. This is, I can answer this because I just, <laughs> I just ended stuff with someone who is not out to his family. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's hard. It's really hard. Um, because, um, we had really loved each other. And it was just sad because we couldn't do anything like we couldn't post anything on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, nothing. Um, I couldn't go to his house and we only have to like go to hotels and he'd come to my house mm-hmm. and he couldn't, I couldn't be seen with him. It was hard and I had to, I had to let it go because the worst thing is dating someone who isn't, who hasn't accepted themselves yet. Mm-hmm. And that's hard because I am very out there, very, you know, very open. I wouldn't say I'm like over the top, can't be gay, but I've accepted my sexuality from a young age. He's just a few years different between me and him. And he wasn't out to his family, wasn't out to his friends. And I was just a secret. And that's, that's hard to go to bed with because let me say if someone, if something was to happen to him, his parents can't call me. His friends can't text me and be like, oh, hey, your boyfriend's um, mm-hmm. something happened. And it's hard. And personally, 
I'll never do it again. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard because I feel like the worst thing is the worst thing for me is someone not being themselves. And I want someone, if someone is with me, I want to make them happy, but I want to make sure they're happy as well. And mm-hmm. if they're not happy with themselves, this is not going to work at, at all. Mm-hmm. So I had to leave it behind. And it's sad, but there's a lot of situations out there where a lot of guys are not out and a lot of, a lot of guys date them. I, I don't know if Dan's been in a situation like that before, but... I'm a little bit too out loud and proud that, like, I've never... Even when I was a little kid, I was never good at hiding the fact that I was just a little gay boy. So people I'm around, like, know I'm gay and I've, I think it would be difficult for somebody who was closeted or DL to sort of be running around with me. My only... So I've never had it, but my only story was once... So picture this. I'm in Sheffield. Mm-hmm. She's in the north. Mm-hmm. I'm only there for the night and I've got... I'm in my little hotel room and I've been talking to this boy since I got off the train and he was like, oh, I want to come over. And I was like, cool, where you come from? He's like, Doncaster. So he's driving. He's doing like a 60 mile drive or how far Doncaster is from Sheffield. I don't know. Turns up to my hotel room and he's he proceeds to tell me his entire life story, his entire experience of struggling to be gay and his family not, like he thinks his family's not going to understand. And all this basically giving me his big, like I'm still in the closet story. This lasts for two hours and he asks me, tons of questions about being gay like it's essentially a a free therapy session Mm -hmm, that i'm giving mm -hmm. this man that is problems and i'm like okay cool like we got through the whole thing two hours of explaining to him how he doesn't have to come out if he doesn't feel comfortable but there is a community out there waiting for him and he doesn't have to feel ashamed of who he is or what he's doing all that stuff cut to the end of that two hours i'm emotionally exhausted i have given Mm -hmm. all of my emotions to this man and he goes cool do you want to get naked then i was like fuck no do i want to get naked I want to oh put on more clothes and go to bed. And then he was like, oh, but I drove all this way. And I was like, yeah, you drove all this way to talk to me for two hours. I gave you three therapy. If anything, I should invoice. But I'm not because mm-hmm. I'm nice. I'm a decent person. Please leave the hotel room so I can get some sleep. Maybe maybe the, the closeted are not for me. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I have a question, if that's all right. And then I feel like we, we're going to have to wrap it up because this is we're getting into it. Now, girls, I have I have noticed something amongst amongst the straights i hope you don't mind me referring to your community as that no Um, for it that there's there's two patterns i've seen emerging pattern number one is the most beautiful gorgeous women like stunning lovable just 10 out of 10 women partnered up with these four out of 10 dudes like kind of golem looking not very (laughs) interesting doesn't seem very wealthy first question is how does that happen second question is you got all these girls again, same thing, lovable, like 10 out of 10 brilliant women who hang around with just these dickheads who won't disappear and treat them wrong. And they let, they let them go away with anything. So guess first question, how does the golem thing happen? Second question, why do men go away with so much? Okay. So the golem thing, if they have a really good sense of humor, like that's huge for a girl. I know for me, like, I don't go for the super, super attractive guys. Like, Yasmin, you can, like, kind of back me up here. Like, I've my my guys aren't freaking Brad Pitt's. They're maybe more like Seth Rogen vibe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if they have a good sense of humor, like, that, like, will, like, trump any looks. But also, I think sometimes you date, like, you want to be the hotter one in the relationship. I feel that. Also, strongly. for question number one, she's just tired of the fuck boys. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck boys are the good looking ones. And it's like she's been through enough of them. Like she wants a genuine dude. 
Mm -hmm. And most times, you know, like personality is obviously key. And once you start getting grown, you want to settle down, you're going to choose personality over those fuckboy tendencies and the fuckboy looks like it just gets old after a while. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you want that genuine, that true love. But you don't want a guy sometimes also for girls like if a guy is too nice like that turns us off like you still need to kind of treat us oh, a yeah, bit like sure. shit. But like yeah if you're I don't know. I, think I mean a four is pushing a four is pushing it like I could settle for like a six but a four. four? She's really been through a lot. Yeah yeah she's like she's really yeah her life was ruined by multiple <laughs> or maybe boys. the dick is really good you think a four dick is really good it could be wow. is a four dick does a four dick have to be I, how good does the dick have to be for a four for them to become a public four rather than a yeah text, it has to be freaking magical it has to be <laughs> magical he has to be a millionaire yeah there's money. definitely yeah. money in the bank yeah because to go public with a four, damn, like, <laughs> that's serious. <laughs> but you know what? Power to you. For the second question, what was the, what was the second one again? It was... Um, Just why, why, do, why do men have the audacity and get away with it? Because we let them. Yeah, we literally let them. We let them and we we let we kind of it's it's sadistic. I know for Yasmin mm-hmm. and I, we kind of like it when they treat us like shit. Cause it's like I want what I can't what I can't have. Like I know he doesn't want me, so I want him more. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's like it's fucked up. Yeah, I, it, it we're is. sadists, like basically. <laughs> <laughs> we're sadists. Oh god. Oh Yasmin, Bridget, you guys are fucking phenomenal. No, no what? This has been such a fucking ball. I honestly, we have been, we have been dying for you to us to join forces and create this podcast, and we've done it, and we couldn't be fucking more grateful. So thank you. This so lived much. up to my expectations. <laughs> this literally just made my weekend. I'm so happy. Thank you so so much for having us. This is the best thing ever. Yeah, like, thanks for having us. I had a blast. Mm-hmm. I loved actually talking about dick and and douching at 10 o'clock in the morning. I loved it. <laughs> love it. We love to see it. It's great. Yeah. Great. If you oh. if this is 10 o'clock in the morning for you, one night you'll get us at 10 o'clock at night and that's when things are going to get crazy. Oh my God. We should do an episode just all wasted. Oh my <laughs> God. That is a great idea. And then Zoom... It's... Yeah, we Zoom. We can do a Zoom call. A Zoom call and then record it. Yeah, because when it's 5 <laughs> o'clock here, it's 10 o'clock for you guys. So <laughs> Yes. I let That's on the card. Let's do it. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Oh, Yasmin, Bridget, I hope... Um, I honestly... I People need, need to hear more about Delusional Data because it's one of our favorite podcasts. And we're glad to have joined forces and create this little thing for people to hear. And you know what? I know for a fact people are going to love to hear your voices. So... Where can the people find you gorgeous darlings? We are on Spotify and Apple Music and, well, anywhere that you can stream podcasts. We're on all streaming platforms. And we're also on Instagram, of course, at Delusional Daters. And you can find us on Twitter at Delusional Daters. However, daters spelled D-H-R-S. Ooh, bougie. Mm -hmm. Love to see it. Oh, my God. Well... (laughs) 
from from the lovely UK over to Canada, it's been a fucking blast. And we are so thankful for you guys. So we hope to see you soon. And please don't take this long to come back and see us because we loved it so much. No, and stay away from Essex men, right? <laughs> that's, Correct. That's, that's, that's what we've learned. Always and forever. <laughs> that's what, that's we what we've learned. Thank oh, you God. so much. No worries. Well, thank you for whatever have. We'll see you soon. And this has been the 802 slash Delusion of Daters. Happy Valentine's Day. We learned a lot about Nick in that, that, as we always do. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> Mama, I am so happy you are not applying for jobs, like traditional jobs anymore. They can never listen. <laughs> no, they cannot. Madness. We want to say thank you to Yasmin and Bridget from Delusional Days. Guys, go check them out. Their stories are actually ridiculous. From over in Canada and from the US, they just have, oh, the, just the stories are fun. Yeah. And we loved having them on the show this week. Guys, if you liked this week as well, please do. You know what I'm going to ask. I'm asking it. I've asked it for the last few weeks. Just share the episode with one friend. Just let them know. Just throw it at them. That can be their Valentine's Day gift. Hey, girl, listen to these four idiots talk about nonsense. They're like, thanks, girl. And then everyone has a good time. Okay? Okay. Thank you. We'll be here on Friday with the back of the bus. Yes, we will. Until then, guys, be safe and have a good one. See ya. Bye. <laughs>